Take the money and run. Coming here with a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I'm your host, Trevor, and tonight we are joined by Andy. Andy, how you doing tonight? What up, what up? And we're also joined by the king of Staten Island himself, Alex. Alex, how you doing tonight? Yo, yo, yo. And we are here with episode 17 recap show. And I just cannot believe we made it to this point to begin with. It is December 1st, and we are still recapping the challenge and let me tell you tonight's episode was full of ct full of surprises and a blast from the past a little elementary school elimination pacer test beat test that, that's the vibe i got but we'll get into that so initial thoughts of tonight's episode andy what do you got for us uh it was good i i thought it kind of uh fell off towards the end personally I thought the, I thought it hit its peak right after the daily. Like we find out who wins, and then it started just slowly going downhill for me personally. So I, I thought I was going to end up loving it, but then by the end of it, I just thought it was a slightly above average episode. Yeah, Alex, what do you got for us? I kind of think it for me. I think it kind of went on a slow uptick throughout the episode. I don't think there was any. I don't think there was any bad part about it. Um, I thought this is one of the very few episodes this season where I didn't feel like I could predict what was going on. Like when the final elimination ended up being Logan versus Manwall, I was surprised. Like I, I wouldn't have expected those two guys to go in. And usually you can know who's going in before the challenge even starts. Um, so I think I kind of like that part. I liked. I enjoyed the ch- parts of the challenge. I enjoyed parts of the elimination. Um, so I thought overall it was solid. Um, I did want to ask you guys both kind of what we think now, ju- the rewinding the clock a little bit about, uh, our, our pod last week in person. What pod? Well, before, before I want to talk about that, I, I do see we have a new listener. Uh, okay. Squid writes, um, puppy Cooper. Great to have, uh, puppy Cooper, not to be confused with Cooper cup or Cooper that have you on the IU basketball team, but great to have the first podcast for the little pooch uh, out there. Roof, roof. Hopefully we'll give, maybe we'll start a stir the pod dog club soon or something. I don't know. We'll get into that. So, but with that being said, last week's episode, we recorded last week. It was wild. We were thankful. <laughs> we were thankful. Uh, chat. I know some of you guys were there. Some of you guys were, being responsible and hanging out with your family. Uh, we were also hanging out with our family, a la us. Uh, so thank you guys for actually some of you guys showing up last week. It means a lot, you know, two hours before Christmas or uh, excuse me, Thanksgiving to uh, show up. Uh, as you can tell, we were in the holiday spirits and, you know, hopefully possibly in the next couple of days or I guess weeks, maybe there will be a holiday special for us as well. 2.0. 
I know the last time kind of got out of hand with uh, a couple drinks, but who knows? So, Alex, anything else you want to touch on that? Or I think the next thing is the streak. Oh, so, yeah, let's just dive right into tonight's episode. Uh, the streak, did it live? Did it die? Alex, what do you got? It continued, but in, like, a pretty weird way. Like, you, like the editing was weird. Like, you saw one shot where it was, like, very clear that Emmy was the first person that went into the house. So I'm counting that as the streak continuing. But then they cut to the next shot, and it was basically, like, the whole house had already made it inside. You didn't yeah. get the usual shot from inside, seeing the door pushed open. Oh, I'm so glad to be home. Like, you didn't get that, but I think you, you could prove that Emmy was first. It was almost like they, like, missed the shot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they like the camera guy wasn't set up in time, and they're like, oh, fuck, we're not ready or whatever. Didn't you get those vibes? Yeah, like a drunk cameraman. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Happy 10-year anniversary to LATJ for all those fans out there. Um, I know there was a 20-minute video. I haven't got to it yet, but you should definitely watch it. So, after the streak, we go to CT Jr. FaceTime, which – I mean, is is CT Jr. just like Smirk City or what? Like, can we get CT Jr. already on the challenge? Like, I think he would beat some of these contestants already. Probably. He's probably smarter than a few. I mean, we've already – we're getting a good crop coming through the pipeline right now. I mean, fast forward to 10 years when all these – all these little clowns are, are hopping on the show, and CT's still the favorite to win it all. We're going to be right here doing it all again. He almost gives me that, like, Bowser Jr. vibe. Like, you know, <laughs> when you, like, screw up or whatever, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was the vibe he got gave me tonight. I don't know anything else about that. But Well, one thing that I had to bring up, because we also saw, uh, we saw Mrs. CT on the old FaceTime call tonight, I, I – think we have to talk about the uh and we've talked about it many times on the podcast before the little uh cts getting married special that they did a couple weeks or a couple years ago that was one of like the greatest pieces of like challenge related content they have it was like overlooked in its time if i'm remembering correctly in chat let me know but the the one thing that i always take away when i think back to that little special is the fact that i think it was two parts two hours uh, I remember CT and the gang, which consisted of Wes and Leroy and Derek, maybe even Cara Maria, all those clowns, like went out to a bar like late at night. Mrs. CT stayed home. She may have been pregnant at the time. She stayed home. And then they all come back at like 1, 2 a.m. And they're just obnoxious, making noise. And like she got pissed. And then I think even one of the episodes ended with like uh, – it coming to light that like CT's family didn't even like the girl. And so like, I think back to that and it was just like a total shit show. Oh yeah. I, didn't CT sister not show up? I think that might've been it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember that as well. Can somebody in the chat or maybe we'll get our stats department on it. Can somebody try to find where that uh, little show is? If there's even a spot, like, I don't know if it's hidden on the MTV website or, it, I didn't. I don't think it's on Paramount, um, but one somewhere it's got to be somewhere. It has to be. But I would love to rewatch that. That might be a good like <laughs> podcast just to like watch, like a nice little off season twenty minute pod or something like that. Um, I don't know. So anything else from CT Junior? Nothing. I think that's it. He's a, he's a favorite. 
Well, one more thing about that. Sorry, real quick. Is that really his wife that he married? Like, I thought they got a divorce. I thought so too. That, I think Is that, that wife number two. No, it's the same. It's the same girl. Um, it's the same girl. I think they either did get a divorce or were like very, very close to like making it official, and then they got back together. Very. I don't know how much I have left with you. As- I think. I, I think she saw the kind of shape he was getting into and knew that he had a good chance at, at double agents or whatever the fuck last season was. Yeah, so let exactly. me stay, let me stick with this guy a little more. Well, yeah. and then and then when they were talking. Do you want me to come home right away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you want me to say one a million? Uh... <laughs> Just so smirk. So kind of the last thing um, before the challenge was Tori and Emmanuel, which he just gives me so much Jordan vibes. It's it's. I feel like it's unhealthy for Tori. Dot, dot, dot. Anything? Nothing. I mean, but I he's got know. an accent. He's got an accent and way more tattoos. But he just gives me that Jordan vibe. It's very see, like. Yeah, I think I, for me, I think the Jordan vibe has kind of worn off a little. Really? I think it's kind of worn off a little, and I don't know. I mean, he had obviously had a good episode tonight. I've slowly become just like not a, not an anti Manwall guy, but just not really a fan of him. Um, but I mean, yeah, it, for, he for sure gives like the, you know, Jordan or uh, Tori saying, you know, I'm not looking for a man. And then you show, you know, her laying right next to what's his name and then like trying to go for Ed from the circle, like all of that. So, okay, Tori. And I'm not trying to diss Tori because I do like Tori, but correct me if I'm wrong. And I think we brought this up two episodes ago. Is this man number three this season for her? Yeah, at least. Like, at least know of classic so vamp i like in the chat right now mikey the doctor god we have three different answers right now we got foreign jordan vampire jordan and european jordan i do like that okay squid mikey the doctor and jesse adams it all works it's all the same these days so then we go into the actual challenge itself and how many challenges do we have above water these days I feel like we're starting to get more and more. I don't know if you got that vibe, if it's just me, or maybe just water in general. I'm I'm thinking of back to how many episodes ago, two, three, with the Top Gun thing. Like, I just feel like it's so unnecessary. So, this challenge, correct me if I'm wrong, you're just basically picking up poles. You're going from one place to another, and you're basically grabbing poles while people are throwing balls at you. Yes, but they're not just poles. They're secret poles. Because it's spies, lies, and allies. And I mean, said, capsules, capsules, capsules. The, the special was- secret sauce capsules. That's what they were picking up because it is spies, lies, and allies. Sponsored by Top Gun 2. In theaters, April 14th. Uh, and yes, Jesse Adams, uh, Andy does pay for Tori's OnlyFans. That is a fact. And Gabby's too. Easiest monthly subscription I got on the books. Well, besides Nintendo online. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, like every challenge this season, I think either has is above water or has an explosion or both, if not, if not both. Um, But one random thought that kind of came to my mind just now uh, before we get into this challenge, does the ending of tonight's episode mean that we're not getting a trivia challenge? 
I thought the Ooh. same thing. I, the second they showed the challenge, the first thing that popped into my head was, where the hell is trivia? I thought the exact same thing. Think about that. What a terrible miss. Mm-hmm. That might, honestly, that's up there for LVP of the year. Well, well and here's the thing. Imagine with, like, the fact that so many people are from different countries. I mean, the questions could have been – all over the place. And well, even for like realistically, you could ask, you know, any of these foreign people, vice versa or whatever way, you could ask who's the president of the United States and they would have no idea. You could ask like what team did was Michael Jordan famous for being on? And they would just be like, Who? The Chicago I mean, White Sox? Yes. Space Jam. God. <laughs> the, the Toon Squad. <laughs> could you imagine if someone said that? It's a curveball. <laughs> I, I I just think it's like one of the biggest misses they could have thought of because it's such a universally liked thing that you do have to do once a season. I think they're doing it uh, to like tomorrow or whatever on All Stars. Like I think the next challenge on All Stars is fucking trivia. So like you go you in you know you have these like extra long seasons that are like fucking three times the length of an, a season from the last era, and you can't even fit a trivia in. But it's like, oh, you know, run to this car and then get in and then a bomb explodes and then drive down and then move this secret missile to another thing. And then, like, just fucking ask people, like, how many stripes are on the flag. That's all we want. Uh, Mikey the Doctor writes, does your stat department know that last season that <laughs> didn't have trivia either? Beep, boop, pop, beep. I think we got to look into that. I thought almost certain we had trivia last season. Or at least no, a we did. We trivia did. or trivia. I don't know. They all blend together these days. We for sure had it last season. I think Darrell won it because they won Burger King. Darrell was on last season? <laughs> That's fake. Wait, I think he was. Wasn't he like scared on the platforms or whatever, like shaking the entire time? It was the one where they were leaning down like this, right? Yeah, and like when you lost yeah. one, you wouldn't even – yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think I do know that. Classic. We will so, get our stats department on that though. Beep, boop, beep. Uh, so then we go, like I said, into the challenge. Blue team goes first. You have CT, Emmy, Kyle. Oh, wait, sorry. I said blue team went first. So CT went and uh, carried all seven of them himself. I mean, like, it. This, is, this was up there as one of the greatest solo performances of all time, question mark? I, I think 100%. I was watching this, and he made it look effortless. And he was just running across that thing like he grew up doing it. I mean, it was awesome. I was watching this just in awe. But, yes, I think in my opinion, one of the best daily challenge performances of all time. Wow. Alex, anything? I I mean, yeah, I agree completely. It was like I feel like when somebody dominates in a challenge, it's you still have other people in the challenge that are like do a decent job at it. Nobody really did came close to him. I mean, obviously nobody on his team. His team sucked. Um, but, like, he just fucking literally carried the whole team on his back like they were Johnny Bananas on Cutthroat. Um, he did it all. It was one of the most impressive things I've seen. For a guy his age, his stature, like, the dude's a fucking animal. Well, well, well that's the thing. Like, we, we literally said this 10 weeks ago or whenever. I, no, excuse me. 17 weeks ago. I just threw 10 out there. Literally, 17 weeks ago. Who is stopping this guy? Like, seriously. Who is stopping this guy? Nobody. 
Like no the fact that he's doing that and literally you have people like, who is it? Kyle and Emmy can't get one and CT's just like, give me flag. I want flag and run back and do it. One, two, three. I mean, like it's a joke. This was, this was like, this was like Tom Brady throwing for 400 yards and five touchdowns in a regular season game. Like we know Brady can still go win a Super Bowl. We know CT can still go out and win a challenge, but to see a like mid season performance like this, it's just like, holy shit. He is actually incredible. Yeah. It, it honestly is insane. And, you know, I can admit, you know, I'm not the biggest CT fan, but he is literally, it is ridiculous how good he is this season. Like, it's not even close. It's literally varsity players going against freshman players. It's crazy. Well, and then he said, he said, I think it was right after this, his motivation to win it all is to go back to back. Like he talked about how he's done so many. He even said, I think he said it was like his 56th like daily win, 55. I mean, that in and of itself is not Johnny bananas. But the fact that all these other fools are just trying to get to a single finale and he's like, I'm just here to go back to back. I mean, that's insane. Andy, what did you say there? That was his 50th? Um, I think 55th. 55th. Daily win of all time. That's what that's what he said on the episode. I mean, that just puts in perspective that he's won 55 dailies, and Nelson is on literally 51 daily challenges in a row that he's lost. Like, how is that possible? You have a guy win 55 of them, and then you have one guy losing 51 in a row after today. Sorry for the little spoiler ahead of time. So... Well, and to bring up Nelly T, I, I'm pretty sure Nelly was the second team. Ruby yes. was the second team to go. Here, let, let's just transition in that. Blue went, like we said, CT got all seven of them dominating. Green, or uh, excuse me, pink team goes Nelly, Logan, and Tori. Andy? I mean, to see how CT did it, where he was just back and forth, grabbing on ropes, just like doing everything effortlessly. And then to watch Nelly go for the first time for his team, and he's somehow like laying on his back on the pole. It's just like the first thing that popped into my head was like, how are they doing the same thing? How is this the same eliminator, the same challenge? Like, this doesn't even make sense. He almost gave me vibes of like a turtle upside down, like stuck and not able to move or anything. Like, exactly. Almost like, you know, if Yoshi got stuck or something. I, I, I don't know. Well, and, like, the way that CT was winning in the first heat, he basically showed everybody else the best way to do it. The best way to do it was not, like, what your initial thought might be of just, like, to try to run and dodge the thing. Like, it was very clear that the more you tried doing that, you were just going to hurt yourself. You were going to slip. You were going to hit your foot on something. Where it was, like, CT basically said, like, I'm going to look at directly at the balls, kind of go sideways across the thing, like, look look for it to come, catch it, hold on to it, almost use it as a way to like balance yourself until you get to the next thing, make it even easier. And then just like go along that way. And, and I think some people kind of picked it up. Like I think Logan, when they went, like he tried doing the same thing and like it worked a couple times, but nobody was able to realize that that was the way to go completely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then we go, like we said, we were talking about Nelson's group, uh, the pink team going, 
And it's just a complete shit show. Like, I mean, they all suck. Let's be real. Uh, Nelly doesn't know what he's doing. Logan's all over the place. Tori sucked at it. Um, the end. So then we go to the green team and we have, then we have Amanda, Casey, Nani, Devin, and Manuel go. And you literally have people on the team quitting and not doing it. The girls are just completely out of it. They're like, can't get my nails wet or whatever. Can't do anything. Um, but they finally get seven of them. And what happens? The classic, this was the closest of all time. All we seven. actually did not get that line. I know. I'm just pushing it. I was there. waiting for that so bad. That was actually kind of a miss. but I know, but I had to say it. The opportunity was there. Uh, so then blue and green get all of it. CT, or excuse me, Tej announces the blue squad pulls it out. So CT wins. <laughs> it should just be that. CT won the end. I'm surprised CT or uh, Tej didn't really say anything about that. Like congratulating CT, like or like, could you imagine if he was like, "And the winner is CT." <laughs> yeah, he 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 is known to kind of say things like that. Yeah, you guys should be thanking him, or you know, something like that along those lines. Yeah. yeah. Are you right, Alex? Something's kind of on your screen. I saw for a hot sec. I don't know. Something wagging around. I don't know. So I, was there anything to note from the green team going? I mean, like you said, you, they had they had girls quitting. I think it was actually interesting the fact that I kind of caught on to this. You had girls quitting at the beginning just because they literally didn't want to compete. But then towards the end, you basically got like Amanda going across and she would be like halfway across and they would tell her to jump and like not get it because basically there's like Devin and then strategy was like, if Amanda makes it all the way to the end, grabs one of the super, super secret capsules and then starts running back and gets knocked off, like then they're done. Like that capsule is out of the game and they'd have yeah. no chance to tie it. So I thought it was kind of interesting how they basically like said, like, we're so far behind. We need every single thing. So like for all you people on our team that suck, like you already quit. So just like get out of the way. Smirk City. Um, what, what do we what do we think about like the challenge overall? Just like what it was, running across the thing over water, trying to go back. I just feel like I don't know. I know it's different. I just this season I feel like every single daily is similar in some way. I don't but, know, Trev. Is it that different? Because I feel like we've seen this daily so many times. Not necessarily on this season, but like where people have balls that they can throw at people running across an object suspended above water. Like that's almost as much of a staple on a season wide basis as trivia. And they pick the wrong one between those two. Honestly, you know what I smirk at with variation of this so hard instead of the balls, when they have like the fire hoses and they're shooting it at them, <laughs> when they're just getting drenched. And I, I also think that that's awesome. I think that in the variations of this challenge in other seasons, I feel like the platform they run across, like I feel like this one is really small. I feel like usually it's longer and like the balls that they're throwing from are farther. Like it's just a bigger rectangle. Whereas this one where it was like all close together. And I think that kind of led to like somebody like CT being able to like grab the thing. Whereas like before there, I feel like there were bigger balls. They're coming at you with more speed. 
Um, so I, yeah, again, like I feel like this challenge overall, you also didn't see like teams making alliances with each other, which has kind of gone out the window, but they could have done pretty easily for this one. Um, I don't know. I feel like the challenge could have been better, which is, I feel like something we say a lot this season. Yeah, absolutely. So we go back to the house. Um, no clerk. We got the restaurant. I we mean, did not, we did not get the club, honestly, for good. But the restaurant was a great scene. Everyone dressed up, looking nice, good meal, having fun, cracking jokes, talking game. Beautiful, beautiful, like, backdrop. It was awesome. I think the only thing that would have made the restaurant scene better for me would be if they sat down on this nice restaurant and everything was great and then they bring out bk i mean that would have just been the cherry on top for me but i i did enjoy it it was a nice little change of pace and it seemed like they did as well yeah i mean the restaurant it, it's something different and did we like it better than the club i think so the club sucks i think i think and maybe the actual real cherry on top throughout all of this because you could tell they were drinking plenty of wine and like enjoying themselves. If they went back to the house and it was kind of a shit show, that's what would have been awesome. And, especially, and this, this has been known to happen a lot on the challenge late in the season when tensions are running high and everyone's on edge, but they do get really drunk. That's when we get some top notch content, but we didn't get that at all. I'm assuming everyone just went back. Casey and Nani probably hooked up. Manuel and Tori probably hooked up. Tori might have – you never know how that night ends for her. I'm not saying that that's bad. But um, it would have been great to see some aftermath and people really letting loose of the getting to the challenge jitters. Absolutely. Fine. Alex, fine. Alex, anything else? Yeah, I enjoyed it because I feel like at this point when you have – seasons that are 18 episodes long whenever you get something different it's entertaining uh and i also think like tell me what you guys think i feel like there has to be some sort of a like production logistical budget type thing here like i feel like maybe they went you know uh 16 weeks through the season and they realized they were kind of under budget and they had some money to spend so they said hey instead of renting out this club for another week like let's let what was it was it Last week when they did that little lake day, like let's run out this little boat for a few hours. Oh, we still have some money left. Now nah, we don't. We're almost done. We're almost to well, the finale. Alex, I like that point, but at the same time, I feel like they spent all their money with that yacht like five seasons ago or five episodes ago. Well, I think I don't know. I feel like they just had they had this. Uh, it's actually probably like an ongoing agreement with the club that they were going to for fucking 15 weeks in a row. And they got to the end of it. And the, the like manager was like, you know, you want to renew. And like the producers all like got together and they were like, ah, we're almost to the finale. Like, let's just do something else. Let's yeah. take them to a restaurant. Exactly. And it, like we said, it was a nice change of pace. Um, you know, I think the only thing we got to be asking ourselves at the end of the day with this restaurant Who's paying for this shit? I mean, like, it looked expensive. But that's they just probably me. still have then that top one. God, it's TG money. 
right, then we go into uh, deliberation. And I thought this was one of the smirkiest parts of tonight's episode. Because basically all the guys are just very quiet and kind of just like, I don't want to go in, I don't want to go in, I don't want to go in, kind of just pointing the fingers at each other. Um, who's going to be the one? Then CT kind of gets pissed at everyone. Uh, like, make up your fucking mind kind of thing. Uh, anything before they vote in, Logan. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, th- I thought it was entertaining. Uh, you had at this point Logan, Emmanuel, uh, Nelly, and Devin were the basically four, but got four guys on the table. And at this point, I wasn't really, I didn't really have a good um, aim on who they were going to go for, uh, at least the, the house, because it kind of seemed like Emmanuel was the main target, but it was like they're kind of expecting him to just be called in by whoever the house vote is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like you said, I feel like this was in a very entertaining eight minutes of the episode. Like it was like you got them all in there and you saw like, ct like slowly start to get mad and he was like i think he he asked like at least emmanuel and and nelson like very directly they showed like he said like what's your plan like what are you thinking like tell me tell me like why i shouldn't vote for you and then they just kind of like danced around it or didn't say anything at all and then ct just like got even more pissed and like watching ct get mad is like a challenge tradition so well my question is they have 20 minutes to decide right Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think they just kind of sat there for like 17 and a half minutes and kind of like silence and it was kind of just awkward? Like, it what, was what do you think was going on in that room? So, so I'm going well, back to the restaurant? <laughs> well, you just said it, Trev. Like, I actually did not find the deliberation that entertaining. It was awkward as hell. That's what I'm saying. It was smirk. <laughs> I didn't think so. This is the time where you actually go and you plead your case. And I thought Devin and Nelly both did a good job because they actually know what the hell they're talking about. And I think after hearing them, CT, I think CT was probably already on the same fence of like, it's going to be a rookie because CT still like that old school comes from that old school crop where like rookies go in, which I, I do agree with. But after hearing Nelly and Devin plead their cases, CT was probably like, and it looked like when we were watching, all right, it's down to these two rookies. And he he asked Emmanuel, Emmanuel, and he was like, don't pick me. And CT said, why? And he just looked at him. He was just like, like, what are you doing? Like, in bo- this is both your moment. Like- yeah, both of them gave responses like that. And it's like, it was such a rookie response. So after that, CT was like, oh, it's definitely going to be one of you two clowns. Just a matter of which one. But I I was sitting there just like, what are you doing? Like, you guys are idiots. So like we said, Logan gets voted in. And then we go to uh, the elimination. And this elimination for Logan – I think this was one of his worst mistakes ever. Or probably, I guess he has only been on one time. But he calls down Manuel, which I think was dumb. Like, you kind of are looking at it. You see a countdown. So you know it's going to be something like boom, boom, boom. And you choose probably the most athletic person out of the three, correct? Don't sleep on Nelly T. But like running, I, like running yeah. long distance. Like, yes, you right. don't know it's running, but like you kind of know I think, it's like 
after looking at this, I thought there was a clear choice to go down who Logan had no ties to. He wasn't an alliance like he had with Nelly. He wasn't part of the unwritten foreign alliance like Omanual. Devin just seemed like such a no-brainer here. Yeah. They were back on uh, – they weren't on international play. So that, that's why I got They're it. playing they're, – it was club teams. Yeah. So, you know, if it, if it was during international play, then it would make sense. Classic mix-up, Andy. So, Logan, like we said, calls in Manuel. And it's basically just a good old-fashioned beat test. You're going to one thing, and you're flipping it, and then you got – it's down and back. That's all it is. And it starts out 15 seconds, which the guys are like – the first thing that I saw, they were sprinting out of the gate. Like, they were finishing with like five, six seconds left. Like, I, I was seeing how close they were. Logan was jumping over the thing with like 12.53, 13 seconds left. So, like, he was jumping over that. So, that took him two seconds to get from that point to that point. I'm like, dude, you literally just need to get to the one bar at seven and a half seconds. And then back, obviously. Like, they were flying out of the gate. So, I thought they were going to die faster than they actually did. Then, Tej tries to ante it up. And they go to ten seconds. Which, a five-second difference is massive. Especially in that, like. Because, you know, constantly you're going – and who knows how long they actually went for. Let's say they went for 30 minutes, you know, just for 15 seconds, 15 seconds. I have no idea how long. How long do you think this elimination was? I no, I do not think they were longer than 30 minutes. I would have said, like, 10. I just it, don't know. It didn't look like – the only thing I think, like, the way they edited it, did it go, like – 15 and then it felt like I felt like they were getting like a minute break and then another 15 seconds like I I didn't think it was like boom 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 until the end when it was like 10 seconds then they really showed it was like 10 all right back on the line go back on the line go back on the line go when it was a 15 like they weren't showing that so I had no idea you know how long of a a thing that was I think I think it I would I would have guessed it was probably around 20 minutes um total i think it kind of seemed and that was one of the questions i had early on was like they they should they did the first like run of it the very first run of it um and then it was like i i feel like tj basically like let them finish let the timer go down probably like counted the five or so in his head and then like blew it again like i think they were going pretty quickly um and maybe they took like a one minute rest when they knocked the time down to 10 seconds just like explain them the rules maybe like get because I feel like you want to let them catch their breath like a little bit, just like make it a more entertaining thing, you know, get all the camera angles ready. Um, but I feel like for the most part, they were going pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was listening to something real quick. Did you guys like it? Yes. I, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I think it was it was interesting. Like I said, I thought the most interesting thing was why would you pick him and not go against Devin? Because I would be curious to see how long Devin could do that. And if he even yeah. could do it for like five minutes or like two minutes. I think I think Logan is beating Devin in this elimination. I would have the only thing I would have changed, I would have lowered the time slower. So I would have been like fifteen seconds to fourteen seconds, like after let's say like five rounds. Like every five rounds you go down a second. 
or you know you know what I'm saying, or, or at least give them a heads up of what the yeah plan. because I, I I really do think like if you're going let's say for ten minutes and I have no idea the time so let's go five minutes at a solid fifteen seconds and then we go right away into a ten second one that's a huge difference like I don't think people realize like cutting five seconds off fifteen to ten I mean that's like a jog to a sprint well you're, yeah you're basically telling them they have to do it faster while they're already more tired than they were when they yeah, started. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I would I would drag it out as long as possible. So it's more demanding on the person's body because you would expect them to survive. If you're cutting it to 14, you're expecting them to survive 13, so on, 12. Then once you get to that level, then it becomes sketchier and sketchier the lower you go. They might end on 11, but it might actually be a longer period of time than you know just cutting it from. Because it looked like they only went 10 seconds like two or three times, if that. I think one thing that would have been interesting to do here, because I mean, I'm always a big fan of how things like this could have been better, but I think a nice curveball after they get done with the 15 seconds and they're like already like pretty gassed and they've done it enough. They're familiar with what's going on. Instead of going to 10, you throw in the wrinkle of back in the day where they did like the wagers for the watermelons for example, like lifting the watermelons and say, all right, you guys know what you're doing here. You've been doing it at 15 seconds. What we're now going to do is go back and forth, and each one of you are going to say how fast you think you can do it. And if the other person doesn't think you can, they say, I don't think you can, and you have to do it. If you do it, you're good. If you don't, the other person wins. And just seeing what would happen. Because, like, could this have been done in, like, eight seconds? I think so at a dead sprint. So like I, I, think I just think it depends when they would have done eight seconds. Like I don't think towards the end they could do it in eight seconds. Like well, if we would have gone fifteen well, to eight, it'd only, be one. it'd only be one. It'd be after they'd get done with the however many fifteens they did. They say okay, like Amon Wall says I can do it in thirteen, and then Logan says I can do it in eleven, and then ten, and then nine, and then they only do it one time. But that time that gets like wagered upon is what has to be beat. And granted, maybe that's just the degenerate gambler in me speaking. But at the same time, that would have thrown in a little wrinkle and challenge or uh, strategy into a game that had no strategy. Yeah. I also think one completely missed opportunity, and we talked about it earlier with budget and everything like that, is where the hell was the fire? Like, if they would have just, like, done the lever at the end and, like, fire shoots up, I feel like that was a staple this entire season. Just random-ass fire. I mean, rope on fire for no reason. Set the um, rocket ship on fire. Exactly. Exactly. And Love By You just writes, that it, it did remind me of the eating challenge with the milk and cookies and, like, how many cookies. Yes. One of the weirdest eliminations we've ever – I think it was Dirty 30 or maybe Vendettas. Wait. Remember, no, isn't, that, isn't that the one where one of the girls said like a lower wager than what was already out yes. there? Yes. Yes. They're like, that's not how this works. I think that was X's too. Oh, it was. It was Adam and uh, Brittany. Yes. The one, mm -hmm. of, of course, Andy thinks is hot. What else is new? Uh, <laughs> She's bad. But, but yes, yes. That team was doing it. God, that was so sweet. That, those were those were the fucking days. Oh, wasn't that also like? Didn't they do that in Dirty Thirty with Tony in the Mayo, or did they just hand him like random food items? I think, I think they, they just handed him. 
that was a daily challenge. That was. I, I, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 Classic elimination. I, I so I, I like this elimination for the main reason of I like that it was only an endurance challenge. There was no other part of it. Like I you could you could make a case like there was speed, but it wasn't really speed because you could do it fast. It was a matter of like pacing yourself. Um I like that it was only endurance because I feel like nowadays what I would have expected tonight's elimination to be would have been like you have to do the timer is a 30 minute time or 30 second timer and you have to run back. And then at the end of it, there's a puzzle that you have to solve quickly. Like that's the type of shit they would have done usually in these past couple seasons. Whereas tonight it was just basically like once TJ explained the rules, couldn't have been simpler. It was all endurance. And it's not that I like eliminations that are just like that. I just like it when it's something different and we yeah. very rarely get something that's entirely on one skill set. Last thing I want to bring up about this elimination. What was – did we think this run or the distance was too short? Like you bring up 30 seconds and it kind of thought – it kind of made something pop into my head. Like do we wish it was long, a longer distance, so a longer run? Like I feel like it was more of just like – let's say you run 10 yards, 10 yards back. What if it was like – run 25 yards and 25 yards back. So it's more of like longer distance. Uh, I, I really don't mind one way or another. As long as the time's the right thing, then it's fine. But question, isn't this the exact same elimination that we had last week? But God, instead of God. jumping over a rocket, they were underneath water? I don't there remember was, last there was, a, there was a puzzle. Right. It, it was exactly what you said. Throw in a puzzle, and it was the exact same elimination, wasn't it? More or less? You got to re-explain to Trav, like, I'm five, what last week's elimination it was. It was they ran through. They, like, ran a little bit, jumped in a pool, went underneath something, got, like, a puzzle piece, came back, put it down. I think it was only – I don't think it was that similar. I think it was similar in the fact that TJ was standing there in the middle of them blowing a horn. And when he blew a horn, somebody had to do something. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Feels like that. I also don't remember a whole lot. God. I mean, some of us were actually drinking that night. God. So Logan, Logan goes home. What do we think? <laughs> Kind of sad. I actually like both of these rookies, and I think they both played a really good season. Um, I don't know if Logan will be back. I think Emmanuel could be a new member, but I don't know. I'm still I, I like him, but did he really do enough to move the needle? I don't know. I think that's a good way to put it. Because he is he is well liked. It seemed like he was very well liked among the house, which is good to have. But at the end of the day, like, what does he bring to the table? How does he make the show interesting? And as a rookie, you kind of got to come in kind of guns bit. You got to get your face, you know, out there. And I don't know if he really did that this season. Andy? He was on for 17 episodes. But he was on Radar Watch for 16 of those episodes. He, but don't forget, he was hooking up with Big T for like two or three weeks. Oh, come on. Stop it. I, I think if he's not on again, it's a personal choice, not an MTV choice. Yeah. 
But, I mean, I just don't see him being, like, you know, a vet for some show like Fresh Meat 3 or something. I just can't see him being a captain, but I don't know. That's just me. Would you guys – would you be able to answer the question of knowing who Logan's two elimination wins were against? He was not in two eliminations. Because they said it a couple times tonight that he was 2-0. I know he beat Corey because that wasn't too long ago. It was that rope swinging one. I don't know who the other elimination was against. We'll get the stat department on that. I know they've been swamped with Thanksgiving work. so Because I was thinking about this, like, because Emmy won her fourth elimination last week. Could you name the four people that she beat in her eliminations? Yeah, she beat. Anissa? Big T. Yeah, no. those guys too. <laughs> Did Logan beat Gabo? Was that who it was? Who? What is Gabo? Wait, wait. wait, Gabo. What's a Gabo? I think it's a country. That was this season. I don't know. They all blend together. And yes, Mikey the Doctor. Logan is definitely no Ed from the Circle. Ed from the Circle. People forget me and. Andy were on that train. Nobody else was. Nobody in this podcast was. We were day one supporters. I mean, even if, horrible, even if he makes horrible YouTube videos, he's still one of our boys. I kind of like I kind of like Rolex on my dick is terrible. I liked Rolex on my dick. It's my ringtone. God, no, it's not. Let me call you right now and see. Silent. God, watch it. All right. Well, that was tonight's episode. Oh, not so fast. Teach. I forgot. You know, I'm so used to them just going back to their normal teams or whatever. Teach basically tells him, hey, just rejoin your squad. So he doesn't have the chance. Oh, down goes Alex. He doesn't have the chance to um, – whoa. He doesn't have a chance to uh, join a new team. And Teach is like, you good? You good? Teej is basically saying, we're not done here. We're up for another elimination. Two eliminations, which the girls don't even have their clothes, so I don't know how that's going to work. But another elimination. So he said there's 10 people. Is it five and five, guys and girls? Yes. So it's safe to say one girl, one guy. He said, and I'm almost barely certain I heard this, but he said they're not leaving here until two more people got eliminated, correct? Now, let me go this route with you. Standing on a pole or something? like It's a- one guy and one girl, I think. It is. It's, I think it's one guy, one girl. But how do they do something when, like Trev said, the majority of the people are just wearing street clothes, but they still get two people eliminated? What happens if TJ says, you know – there's one thing we haven't done on the challenge so far that require that doesn't require anything to be worn. We're going to do trivia and two people are going home. No chance. Could you imagine? I mean, that is probably the only like challenge challenge that they could do based on how everyone was when the episode ended. They could do trivia. No, not so fast. I can tell you happened. And I believe they were in regular street clothes for this. Rivals 3, the long night one. 
God. I believe they were normal clothes. No. Was that was that a daily though? I don't even remember. See, I, I think they've done like in the past few years, they've done these fucking twists enough time to the point where they probably like planned for this like well in advance. Like they sent out, you know, this group for this elimination, but they, you know, they had one production member like stay back and they told him, you know, they told the intern like Hey, we're gonna have one more round of eliminations after this. You gotta gather up all these people's bags so that like they can change in the back room while we get them ready for elimination. So, I, and and I think in even some of the preview in the next on, they showed like I think they basically did like a montage of almost every challenger like in their gear, like ready for one like last battle. So I think they'll I think they'll I think they'll figure that out. I think it's gonna be like. Like, like, what do we think the format's going to be? Do we think that – let me go this route with you to start. Do we think that anybody for the last elimination round is going to be safe? Like, do we think CT, Kyle, and Emmy are safe? Do we think Manuel is safe because he just won or Emmy because she won the last female elimination? Or do you think he's going to – like, do you think the teams are done at this point? Or do you think TJ is going to just say it's a five-way battle – it's a five-way elimination, or is it going to be like everybody votes one person in and then that person calls in another person? Like, what do we think? I think it's a free agents game now. I think it's just free-for-all at this point. I'm telling you, the easiest thing they would do is five guys, five girls, ten-person trivia, no teams, no nothing, eliminate one from each. Those eight people are running my final. That's the easiest thing they could do. Will they? Probably not because they're idiots. But that would be the easiest. So let me go this route with you too. And I know we bitch about it all the time. Does that mean the final is December 15th? Of 2021. Does that mean we have two episodes left? I think the I think the final is starting next episode. That's what I'm saying. The classic lead into it and then the last episode being December 15th. I think so. I've seen if, if the chat, we always rely on the chat for this kind of stuff. Um, the chat knows anything in terms of episode, when the episodes are going to be. Because I saw one thing that said like Spies, Lies, and Allies is going to be on until December 29th. Um, literally almost <laughs> fucking next year. But I think that might include like a reunion or two or three so two, two, two reunions would make sense. Yeah. So is this the beginning of the end? Is this it? So I think next week we're going to get the big, the, the night of eliminations that they were calling it. And then you start the final and then December 15th, you end the final, get your champions. There we go. So looking ahead, STP wise, it looks like we might be doing podcast next week, December 8th finals podcast december 15th for some of us <laughs> december 22nd a la me i think i might be out december 15th on a podcast i know maybe late maybe a 10 30 start time for trev i don't know i know i suck december 22nd reunion podcast december 29th that, that 20 that 22nd podcast could be off the rails. Is I'm that just in- throwing that out there. 
<laughs> all right. Um, December 29th, we might take off. Or I know people are traveling. Are you – you're good? We got to – we got to – well, because the next thing after any sort of reunion recap is the big, much-anticipated season award show. But I was thinking that for January 6th. Once the reunion show's done, start of the new – first podcast of the new year. Ooh. That's what I was going for. We'll get into that. We'll go – but – we don't even know if the finale is going to be December 15th. We're just shitting the shit. We're just napping it with y'all right now. So, like we said, let's go into some segments. Who do you who do you guys think is going home? One guy, one girl. You have no idea what's going to happen. I'm going Devin and Nani. Someone else said that in the chat earlier, and I, I think two people said that in the chat now. I think that's a good pick, but I hate to say it. I think I'm going Nani. Yeah. Or Amanda. I think those are the two that are like, I, I would go any yeah. of those two. I'll go Devin and Amanda to switch her up. I'm going Nani, and I hate to do it. Nelly? But I'm going Nelly T. Oh, my oh. God. I need Nelly. No, I, I hate to do it, but I just I think it's going to happen. I can't. I mean, I, I, I mean, I feel like on the guy's side, it's basically take CT out of there and then roll the dice. I think my pick, I'm going to go for the guys. I'm going to go Emmanuel. Yeah. I think they kind of told his story tonight. And then for the girls, I'm going to say the person that's going home next week in the night of eliminations is going to be Casey. Wow. Stop. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw some money on Casey plus 900. Yeah. We got Torres saying, Emmanuel and Amanda, and we got Mikey the Doctor agreeing. So we're, I think we're all over the place. I think I think every everybody's kind of thinking Amanda, Nani are the two girls, and then the guys is anybody but CT. I feel like we can. So we've got between the pod, we've got three different guys and three different girls that we've got going home. Yeah. Well, Al's is the only one. Want to go home now? I mean, bananas, Johnny. So, all right, let's get into some segments tonight. What do we got, Alex, tonight? Uh, so the first segment tonight is this day in challenge history. Um, it's not, it's not going to take too long. It's not a trivia question. I just had to bring it up tonight, and I'm probably going to bring it up next week too. Um, this day in challenge history, we had the start of one of the greatest challenge moments of all time. It's kind of ironic that we that tonight was such a big CT episode because this day in challenge history, eleven years okay. ago, eleven years ago, we had the first ever challenge mercenary walking oh, in and cutthroat. Uh, the reason why I say it started is because I'm pretty sure that it was the to be continued. They showed them walking up, and then the next week is when he actually did the backpack. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I had to bring it up. This is the start of an all-time challenge moment. Um, CT walking up and seeing, you know, seeing the elimination and then cutting to the two be continued. I think it's, I, I mean, it's obviously one of the top two moments of all time. Um, I think about it sometimes and get mad that like we weren't fucking recapping it at the time. Can you imagine how like, 
insane of a moment that would have been like watching and recapping live. Oh my God. I think like we would have, honestly, especially with social media these days, we would have that video up for about 25 minutes, just rewatching it over and over and over and over and over again. Like, well, and we'll think about, think about from this sense, the episode would have ended with the elimination didn't start. So yeah. The next episode would have started with the backpack first 10 minutes. What would we like? Would we have just spent that recap talking about the backpack and nothing else in the rep, rest of the episode? Well, well let, let's just go back in time and say, let's just say that that's a 60 minute episode. Correct. Yeah. That episode, let's say started at 9 PM Eastern. I think we would have started at 15 minutes Eastern. I think we would have started right away. We've said, fuck the last 45 minutes. Let's just talk about this for an hour and a half or whatever. I mean, that, like, like I said, there are moments in challenge history that you remember. And then there is that, that is one of the greatest, like, I mean, they're still talking about it today. The fact that there are mo like you, you look in the past five years from the challenge, there's what one moment, two moments that you can think of. Like if that you think of what bananas taking the money and run and, or Ashley taking the money and run. And that's about it. Like, that's like iconic. 11 years ago, we have CT literally carrying somebody on their shoulder, not to mention one of the greatest challenge players of all time on their back. Dude, and just and top two dogs going yeah. at it. And, and not even to mention, literally, not just, you know, walking across the finish line, but throwing them into the trash can. Like, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, I think the only moment that we've had in the past couple of years that is – even in the same conversation in terms of all-time challenge moments. Don't say it. Don't it's got to be the pig roast. <laughs> Tee this man up. Tee him up. God. <laughs> He'll be hanging there. Rumor, rumor has it she's still hanging there today. That's why she's not on this season. Wait, she was on this season. She got hurt. She was. Oh, my God. God. All right, Alex. What's next? Pot stirring? Yeah, next segment's pot stirring. Um, I think this is also going to be a pretty short one. Um, I don't think there was a whole lot going on in the challenge universe. One thing uh, we saw, I think, late, actually late Wednesday around Thanksgiving, um, and we talked about this on our Thanksgiving pod about Big T losing and going home. Apparently, Big T is done with the challenge. She posted a big Instagram retire. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. She posted a, a big thing about how She's done with the challenge, dot, 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 for now. She's going she's gonna to take a break. You know, she's going to get healthy and all that stuff and then maybe consider it in a few years. Um, so that was one piece of news. And then I guess the other thing we, well, we've kind of danced around for the past few weeks is All-Stars. Have you guys been keeping up with that? I've seen no. – I think I've seen two episodes. Are there three out? I've only seen two. There's there's three outs. You've only seen one elimination. I've seen the first elimination where no spoilers. Actually, we'll save it. Thank you. Well, how are you liking it? I like it. I actually do. I know me and Alex were really high on it uh, in the group chat or in the STP board members. I know like the third one wasn't a huge fan. Kind of similar to our like fresh meat three take, but you know it is what it is. And uh, yeah, I also, like it. I Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so, I, yeah. I, yeah, I like it too. I think it's been, you know, entertaining. I think, not to spoil everything, but I think the whole uh, storyline with 
non-challenge mania Derek was wild. That was like one of the craziest things that we've seen with his family and all of that. Um, I think we've had three episodes now, two eliminations. I think it's been entertaining. Um, and I think the next episode four comes out at midnight tonight or whatever, or maybe tomorrow. So if he charges all of his listeners 500 bucks a month to listen to his podcast, how much do you think he's bringing in from MTV to be back on the show? Like 12 I mean, grand well, episode? Well, to be fair, I mean, at the end of the day, like when you look at MTV and well, what's it even called? Patreon or whatever? Well, the other piece of challenge news we have is that tomorrow <laughs> night – we got Challenge Mania bowling. Where at? In Milwaukee. How much? Uh, I don't know. They they purposely left off the price. Uh, at the end of the day, if you want to yeah, go bowling with one of these clowns, I think I think if you actually want to go bowling with these clowns, the number one question we got to be asking ourselves is like, why would you do that? <laughs> and who's paying for this shit? I'm, I'm clicking through it right now. Oh, my God. The, the ticket... Dot, dot, dot. The ticket for private bowling lanes and a full... So I guess it's not even unlimited food and drink because it says full menu and cash bar available with purchase. So basically, to bowl with these clowns... <laughs> For a few hours and watch all stars is is thirty nine dollars. Honestly, that's not too bad. I don't think that's too bad. Yeah, I mean for bowling and a couple drinks, it's a little more than the regular rate. But I think that's too. If they were here in India, I'd do it in a heartbeat. God, I would shit on them. I think we would go live during their podcast, like their show. Could you imagine? We bolt in their lane like Nelk. <laughs> Wait, in all seriousness, if they do ever come to the Indy, Chicago, Cincinnati's of the world, I think we should go. I guess Chicago. Ah, I don't know about Chicago. Well, they already they already said they came to Chicago, even though it wasn't really in Chicago. And then I went wasn't out. it like you you live, Alex. And I don't want to give your location away. I know we have big, some crazy AWLs that stir the pod fans out there. But correct me if I'm wrong. You, you like live in the heart of Chicago, and like that show was like an hour outside, like down, like you. It was literally from the Bean, which is near your house, to what, hundred and fifty dollar Uber or something. Yeah, I mean the address, the address of their. Challenge Mania Chicago show was not in Chicago. It was it was literally a hundred dollar Uber and a sixty two minute drive. I believe it was. Yes. Yeah. On top of the three hundred bucks a month for Derek's recaps or whatever with ads. Yes. With ads. Remember, we're one hundred percent spoiler free and one hundred percent. SD SDP is done playing nice. Done playing nice and Dabu eight seven zero one. It is still cheaper than that car, car and poly Mexico shit. That is absolutely true. And a great point. Anyone who they announce for that second one that they do, the second Firefest, based on who the female cast is, I might be in. 
You're not. There's a couple names. If I see on the list, I'm saying fuck it. All right. Who's on that list? Give me give me three real quick before we go MVP LVP. And I, oh, I send the chat while we think about this. Send the order of MVP LVP. Well, so if I get three tough. I mean, um, if Gabby is there, you're there. Gabby's got to be one of them. Lolo um, Jones, you'll be there. Jesus. Honestly, Mandy. Mandy was bad. And then, God, I, I almost don't even know who else to pick. I need, like, not a top three. I need, like, a top 30. You're I'd nuts. say maybe. Honestly, I, I kind of want to throw Tori's name out there. Especially knowing her track record, I might have a shot. God, but you don't have any tattoos or I dye my hair black nope. and get shitty facial hair, and I'd be in the game. God, neck tattoo. Uh, Mikey the doctor, first person. Andy, Trev, Alex. That's our order. Andy, MVP first. Who you got? I was really hoping I was not going to be the first MVP. Same. I actually hope I was last. Lost. But I have to do it. Production? Uh, actually, I'm not going to do it. Wow. Because I feel confident this person will be taken. My MVP pick for tonight is going to be TJ Lavin. Wow. I TJ thought he, TJ was cracking me up today. We got a couple of the big falls, and the big falls led to the classic TJ laugh where he's just laughing on his ass. People could be hurt under the water, and TJ just sitting there barely breathing. He's shitting on Amanda for not being able to climb the rope, saying it's, like, embarrassing. She's not ready for a final. <laughs> Literally just, like, laughing at people, ridiculing people mid-challenge. And then last but not least, threw a massive Clayton Kershaw 12-6 curveball at the end of the episode that has everyone, challengers and us alike, all being like, what the hell's going on? TJ showed out today. He is not ready to go home quite yet. Wow. Good pick. My MVP tonight, and I think this is the second time this season I believe I'm picking this, and I'm not picking CT. I'll let that one slide. My MVP tonight is the stir the pod bet of the night. Another victory. Another victory on the night. Alex, Andy, great work. Minus four Michigan State. Congratulations on that. I believe this goes – is this four and one all-time or three and two all-time? I think we're three and two. Three and two. All right. Three and two. Positive. You listen to the boys, they reward you. So happy to give out the MVP tonight to the stir the pod bet of the night. Alex, what do you got? MVP. I think it would be disrespectful if I if I let this person slide all the way through. So I'm gonna take them. I was spending my time thinking of alternate votes. Um my MVP for the night is CT. I mean I think we, I think actually we've done uh, a way back podcast in the, in the BMFE days of a CT uh, Legends Tour episode. I think we're going to have to do another one at some point because it's been like fucking six, seven challenges since then, and he's won more rings. He's probably going to win this one again. 
And like, I say that because tonight was an episode that's like in the hall of fame for him. Like, it's just another, it's just another 400 yards, four touchdowns. Like you, you predicted that he was going to get the big numbers and he did it. And yeah. he, he carried the team to a victory. Like it would have been one thing if he did a really good job, but like they didn't pull it out, but they pulled it out all because of him. He kind of tried to stir the pot as much as he could in the deliberation. And he's one, one elimination away. I mean, when we talked on this pod about like, you know, who we think is going to go home, the, the, the question of is CT going to go home was never even an option. Like that's not going to happen. CT is not going home when Devin and, and Manuel and all these other guys are still around. Like that's not going to happen. So just an all-time performance for CT. And with a guy like him, he probably has 20 performances that you could classify as all-time. But I think tonight was one of them. Absolutely. Great pick. LVP tonight, who you got? My LVP for tonight, I'm between two different people. I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with Logan. I'm okay. going to go with Logan. Um Simplest reason being, I don't really have strong picks outside of that, and he lost an elimination um, when he was that close to it. And he, it's always bad when you call down your opponent and you lose, especially when there was, like we said, a pretty clear better option in Devin um, that we didn't really know that he was friends with, apparently. Um, so I just think, and I, I never really liked the guy coming on the show. He was always with Big T. He hurt his hamstring. Um, don't hate him by any means. He seems like a nice guy, but I'm just going to go LVP for, for LBLVP for tonight as Logan. Good pick. Good pick. I don't really have an LVP tonight. I didn't really think anybody like did that bad or pissed me off, but there was one thing this episode that struck a chord in me and my LVP tonight is going to be, I'm trying to word this the correct way. It'd probably oh, be God. Trev in fourth grade gym class, PTSD. And the reason why is I got the vibes tonight during this elimination. Test that progressively gets is the pacer test. As it continues. The 20 meter pacer test will begin in 30 seconds. Like, it brings me back. Let's, let's hear these. Remember to run in a straight line and run as long as possible. The second time you fail to complete a lap before the start, your test is over. Yeah, you didn't know he did the that? The test will begin on the word start. On your mark. Get ready. Start. This in like junior high or whatever, like, this was nightmare. I hated doing this in gym class. I was never the long distance runner or anything. And this little, like, little beat, very Mario Party-esque game, like, let's see. Where's the beef? Yeah, the beef's like, good lord. It literally, the elimination tonight literally brought me back fourth grade Trevor and was like, shit, I got to get on the line and start doing this. It was scary. I hated it. One of the worst feelings ever in gym class is when you had to get on that line and go line to line and make it in whatever time it was. That's my LVP tonight. PTSD, Trev, fourth grade gym class. Interesting pick. <laughs> Andy, who you got rounding this out, LVP? My LVP for tonight is going to be speeches. Interest is on day. The speeches given at deliberation were fucking awful. 
they didn't even say anything. They 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 like were given the mic, like a kid in speech class, and just uh uh like I was waiting for Emmanuel to look at like production and say line, like he didn't know what he was doing, and neither did Logan. It was just a, such a joke. And then going into the elimination itself, it did a little confessional with Emmanuel, and he he was like, all right, like it was like, all right, yeah, give your little speech here, and he was just like. Yeah, like we got it. I'm gonna win this for Romania, and yeah, I got it. Come on, like give us something to work with here, boys and girls. But uh, my LVP for tonight's gonna be speeches. Good pick, good pick. Anything else before we wrap up tonight's episode, Alex? I, it looks like you're trying to. Yeah, I think I got. I think I got a live shot of a uh, Anissa's last elimination. Jeez. <laughs> God, that's just bananas. All right, get that shit off the screen. <laughs> uh, Andy, were you about to say anything? Yes, but I need a second. God. I, I do. I've got honorable mentions. I've got two of them. Um, my, <laughs> my first honorable, honorable mention MVP, Alex, for that little yes. <laughs> visual. My first one is going to be for MVPs. I'm going to say rookies. The fact that we had this late in the challenge, such a like borderline epic elimination between two rookies, that doesn't happen. Like that goes to show that both Amanal and Logan both played really good. Who? Good seasons. And Autobayor? Like who did you just say that? And I mean to get a rookie rookie matchup like that was awesome between Logan between Logan and Obama. Um but I've I've also got another honorable mention for uh LVP. Um I'm gonna give an LVP to Devin. Um he just keeps pissing me off and he's getting back into the point of I hate him. Like, I started off when he started his challenge career as I hated him. Over the past few years, he's really grown on me, and I've started to like him a lot. Now I'm back to hating him. Like, the dude sucks. He didn't do well in the in the daily. He, like, he – it was very – I got a lot of, like, double standard vibes of when, like, Tori tried to help her own team and he, like, ridiculed her for it, but he's only focused on himself. So, like, why can't other people give you shit? It was just, like – it really pissed me off, and he's just – he's really – he's frustrating me. So I wanted to at least put her on the record. He's an honorable mention LVP for me. Gotcha. My my honor, my one honorable mention for LVP was going to be Amanda, just from her quitting in the challenge. And then I think, like, just throughout the episode, she was just, like, kind of making these, like, jokes. Basically, like, the vibe I got from her was, like, I know that I'm this far, like – basically on a lot of luck and I'm not going to win the challenge. So I'm just like having fun with it. Her confessional outfit was not an LVP. That's probably an honorable mention MVP. Um, that probably saved her from an LVP. Um, she looked pretty bad in that. Uh, but I think just overall, Amanda kind of pissed me off this episode. Any other last remarks? Alex, can I see that visual one last time? Yeah. As we, uh, 
Uh, I think my my lasting thoughts on the episode would just be we're getting there. We're almost there. Um, not like Anissa, but we are almost there. The final, the finale is starting next week. It's been a fucking journey. We're getting close. 17 episodes down. We love it. Couple more to go. So thank you guys for listening to a brand new stir <laughs> podcast show. I'm your host, Trevor. You can follow us on Twitter at stir the pod. You can follow stir underscore the underscore pod. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Shout out Duffy. Bye-bye. Love you.